is Digital Marketer. Hello and welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Snavely, and I hope you're in the mood to talk about webinars today. A webinar can be a great way to overcome objections in real time, get a quick influx of cash, or even help to explain a more complicated product or service that might require a bit of buy-in or that may even be too technical for your average bear. (laughs) So in today's episode, I went digging for a bit of gold once again in our most recent Digital Marketer Lab workshop presented by Jason Gladlian. And boy, did I find it. (laughs) The workshop's called Engineering a pitch-perfect million-dollar webinar, and it clocks in at just under four hours of pure information straight to the brain, but I condensed some of the biggest and most effective pieces into this episode for you here today. So let's get it rolling. In this first clip I'm sharing with you, Jason explains not only why you want your audience to be committed on taking action but how to word it. Take a listen. This is a crucial element I see missing from a majority of presentations. The presenter talks at the audience. The presenter doesn't have a conversation with the audience. And so if I don't get you to tell me that it's worth doing, I run the risk of you staying in non-committal mode. And nothing happens until you make a commitment. So I don't leave that to chance in my webinars. Every webinar I do, I seek a major commitment from my audience, something in writing, if at all possible, which is great because they can chat so they can put it in there. But this is the idea. So after I've told the story of who I am and why I'm sharing this with you, then I get the attention or get the audience to commit. Now, this is don't teach change behavior. That's a little unclear. I wish I could rewrite that bullet point because it's like, don't try to teach people. Try to change their behavior instead. This is a key crucial point if you totally get this and understand this. We don't want to teach people anything. This will help you make things simpler. We want them to change their behavior. If they couldn't do whatever they want to do before the webinar, they can now do it at the end of the webinar. Whether they learn it or not, they can do it, right? I don't understand electricity, but I know how to flip a light switch on. I can't build a clock, but I can read the time of the day off of one. That's what we want. And so to change behavior, we need commitment. This involves your audiences instead of you just telling them what to do. They tell you what they're going to do. Very important. You don't have to do a lot of it. You got to do it at least once, though. So I'll give you some specific word choices, and you can use these. Start with these if you want to, right? If I show you blank, will you promise me to put it to use? It's a simple commitment. You know how few presenters even ask their audience to tell them that they will use it? It happens so rare, it blows my mind. I did this to you, you probably didn't even weren't aware of it. Run it back when you can sometime at the beginning. I got commitment out of you. I said, I'm gonna do my very best to, to help you here today. All I ask in return is that you do your very best to put into use what I'm gonna share with you today. Can you do that for me? Yes, okay. Uh, Leslie says, would you use one commitment statement or all four? You would want to use one major one here in the introduction. I do multiple commitments over the span of the webinar. I'm getting commitment all the time. Before I make any major point, I try to get commitment first. Here's another example, though. I don't ask you to trust me blindly, but I do ask you to keep an open mind throughout. Fair? 
And I make people write it down. And I say, okay, listen, I said this, I just want to make sure, is that correct? And then I wait for people to say something. And that's easy. Because there's some things that people should be skeptical about. I don't ask them to set aside their skepticism. I just ask them to be open-minded, which is not a big ask. But unfortunately, if you don't do that, people will come in with a closed mind. So anything you put in there, they will reject and kicked out. How are you supposed to help them? So we got to get them to wipe the, the slate clean and at least be like, all right, I'll listen. So sometimes that's the only commitment you need. I'm going to give you my best and I ask, all I ask is you give me your full attention in return. Do we have a deal? Simple. I'm sure you heard the standard cliche webinar opener. Put the kids to bed, lock the doors, disconnect the Facebook group, grab your favorite beverage, cozy up and focus for the next 90 minutes, close Skype, blah, blah, blah. Hey, don't do that because everybody uses that. Then you'll look like another webinar pitch person saying the same thing he said or she said, right? But the second one is you're telling them what to do only. You're not getting commitment. This is much easier and it's more effective. I'm going to give you my best. All I ask is you give me my full attention. Are we cool with that? Is that a deal? Done. Now, my favorite one, it's not always applicable, but sometimes it is. And a lot of people don't realize you could actually do this. This is your planet. You can make it work however you want. So I said, I have a special offer I'm going to make you at the end. But before I even have you consider it, my first goal is to wow you with blank. So is it okay if I first wow you with blank before I attempt to sell you blank? I get a 98% compliance rate every time I say, listen, I mean, here's a variation of this. It's, it's way better when I run the slides. It goes, listen, I have two objectives here today. My first objective is to show you how to do blank. My second objective is to sell you something. However, I don't want you to consider buying anything for me from me until I first show you blank on this webinar. Is that okay with you? 98% of people says yes. They literally tell me in the first five minutes of my webinar, if you meet this condition, I will be open to spending money to you. And a lot of people think you have to pretend you're not there to sell. If you can't, you don't have to hide the fact, you can own it. And that's a great commitment. I wanna sell you something in order for me to feel comfortable selling you something, I first wanna completely blow your mind with X. If I can blow your mind with X, then would you be excited to hear what I want to sell you? Everybody will say yes to that. It's hard to believe until you see it. But once you see it, you'll be like, damn. All right. I'm going to show up differently now, right? And then there's content. All right. If you can't tell already, Jason is an incredible presenter with a ton of energy. In the next clip, he digs into what he calls a game changer. You may have also heard Ryan Dice call this concept a big idea in either the napkin challenge or the marketing blitz workshop. So hopefully you're a little familiar with the idea. If you're not, this is an amazing example that Jason uses from the Amazon seller webinar that he built. Take a listen. This is all back office stuff. This is the preparation phase of your content. You ever heard the saying that if I had eight hours to chop down a tree, I'd spend six of it sharpening the ax? Most people try to wring blood out of a stone when they're writing their webinar. I spend a majority of my time walking around just thinking, what's the game changer? What could the game changer be? What could I develop? What could I articulate? What could I show that will blow the lid off of things and stop people from being their own worst enemy? Once I got that, now I, now I will show people on this webinar, like in the content session, this is what we're doing today. I'm going to make you be able to do this. What you thought was previously not possible is going to be possible. And I'll prove it to you by the end of the webinar. 
Now we set the stage. Here is a challenge that a lot of people face. A lot of subject matter experts, they lack showmanship. They don't realize that the presentation of the material is just as important as the material. Most subject matter experts, they're so sold on the expertise alone that they don't dress it up. They don't make it interesting and compelling. And so if we have a game changer, we got to set the stage for it. We got to pump it up. We got to give it its due. We got to really set it up. So we got our game changer. Now we got to show them why it's a game changer. So here's the game changer. Here's what I'm going to be able to do for you by the end of this today. I'm going to show you exactly in the content section. This is what it's all about. So they say, damn, okay. If I could do this, I'd be loving it, right? Why it's a game changer. So what makes something a game changer? It's different than everything else that they've currently tried or that they're aware of. And or it doesn't have to be all these things. Ideally, it's some of these things though, right? You're getting in on the ground floor. So right now, there are a lot of opportunities that have opened up recently. So like the pandemic was a great opportunity for a lot of people. I know that sounds weird to say. It was a tragedy. Don't get me wrong. Within tragedy, tragedy, there's always an equal or greater opportunity. And a lot of people all of a sudden who knew even the most basic understanding of webinars started being heroes to all sorts of people. My friend Bill Hauser, he came to me and he, he found me because he found my book, One to Many, which you get for free. And he says, Jason, I need a problem. Can, I help? Can you help me out? I said, what's your problem? He goes, I got 40,000 lawyers who signed up for a webinar and I don't know what I'm doing. And that's a call I take. I said, all right, Bill, what's going on? How did you do that? He goes, well, all these law offices, they could no longer do consultations with clients in person anymore. So I just put out an advertisement and three weeks later, I had 40,000 people. And he said, would you speak? You probably wouldn't speak, would you? You're like this big, woo, gigantic titan of the industry. But I can put you in front of 4,000 lawyers. That's what we get on a webinar. And I'm like, I don't get 4,000 people on a webinar. <laughs> I said, tell me when and where. He says, we're doing it on Eventbrite. I said, I don't care. Doesn't matter to me, right? You could be doing it in a tin can. He didn't know what he was doing. So if there is disruption, there's opportunity. And so if we can tap into that, that can be why you have the game changer. Now, you can't really guess this. You can only embrace it when it occurs. And you say, thank you, marketing heavens, for blessing me. Let me make the best of this opportunity. So it's different than anything else. And or you're getting on the ground floor of it. And or recent disruption has presented an amazing opportunity. And or for whatever reason, most people tend to overlook it, even though it's right in front of them. So my Amazon webinar does that. I, I go to great pains in that webinar. I'm like, people think it's more complicated than this, so therefore they look for more complicated solutions and they pass over the easy stuff. Their loss, your gain. I don't know why people don't think that this will work, but they don't. They don't give it its attention. So if you just pay attention, you have an advantage over them. And I spend a lot of time building that and articulating that. It's true. All we have to do is find a way to affirm the truth. That's all we have to do. And the deepest truth is also the most impactful, most profound, and it's the simplest. We got to figure that out, though. It's hard. You know, if I had more time, I'd write you a shorter letter. You ever heard that saying, right? Being precise is difficult, but that's what we aim for. That's the sharpening of the X, okay? So an example of why it's a game changer, right? You will only sell products you know will be profitable simply by sending them into Amazon. You don't ever need to worry if the product you pick is the right product or if you can drive traffic to that product or if you can get reviews for that product, right? The product is already selling and you can even know almost down to the penny how much you will make when you start selling it also. 
You see, 99% of people who try to make money on Amazon, they add it backwards. They try to find the perfect product, that special product, that one-of-a-kind product, and then they never get any product. Simply put, they step over the $1 bills, the $5 bills, the $10 bills, the $20 bills that are right in front of them, right for the taking, in their quest to find that $100 bill. I'm here to suggest that perhaps you pick up all the bills and you don't care what president's face is on which. And they're like, all right. Hey, DM listeners, did you know that you can generate leads from Instagram without using any landing pages or websites? If you're not sure what I'm talking about, Instagram actually allows businesses and influencers to set up automations to automatically capture leads through the Instagram inbox. So this means that you can generate leads for your business all using 100% automated Instagram messages. And the good news is our friends at Bot Builders can show you exactly how to do it. They're an industry leader, and these guys have landed some of the biggest clients in the world. So if you want to learn how to use Instagram automation to generate leads, go check out their free training at botwebinar.com. They'll show you exactly how it works. You'll see a live demo and also how you can start using their pre-built templates to start going after big clients yourself. Once again, that's botwebinar.com. I'm down with that. Very powerful stuff. All right. What's involved? So once you have your game changer, why it's a game changer is next. And then you got to tell them what's involved. Remember the law of the vital few. And anything, a majority of the output comes from a minority of inputs. Your goal is to always distill things down into the two, three, or four things that matter. So if the game changer was a three-legged stool, what are the three legs on the stool? It's a few things that matter the most for achieving the end result, what the game changer promises, okay? A few inputs account for a majority of outputs. What are the few inputs of your game changer? It's really simple. So in the Amazon webinar, it's three things. It's really not even three things. It's actually two. The first thing is we scout and source products as an authorized reseller. And then the second thing is once we find those products, we open up accounts. How do you do that? It's it. The game changer is you can find products that are already selling. The way you do that is you follow this approach. We give them a formula and then we show them how to contact brands. That's it. It doesn't have to be more complicated than that. The next step is creating a compelling future. Now, by the way, let's go back real fast. Watch the webinar I do on this. I spend a good chunk of time explaining what that math equation is, the four inputs of that math equation, why each input is important, how to calculate it, what a good range of profit is to expect, why it's okay to sell multiple products in multiple different price ranges, right? I take my time because I have to validate that game changer. And this is one of the components. The other components, and I do this really good close on this component, I would love for you to learn it, is I say, listen, when you were a kid, your mom told you not to talk to strangers anymore. But what she forgot to tell you is that expires when you become an adult. So here you are, a full grown man, woman, or anything else. And you're still afraid to call a stranger to open an account. So I address that. And then I show them how they can get past that. I give them the script. When you reach out, here's the first thing you say to a brand owner. You say, I'd like to open a reseller account. How do we make that happen? And I said, you will be surprised that in certain instances, they will just send you a product list. And that's it. And then I'll say, in other instances, they'll tell you, why? Are you going to sell it on Amazon or something? And I'll say, hey, why do you think they do that? Because most resellers are not authorized resellers. They're parasitic to the brand. And so the brands had to deal with their headaches. Here's a prime opportunity for you to position yourself as an authorized reseller who's gonna be their guardian and help be their watchdog on Amazon. 
And then our bonuses later validate that. They make that super easy, right? But that's how we set that up. So I'd love it for you to watch that. Now, Kelsey says, for webinar challenges that last three to five days, would you structure it differently? Totally differently, right? It's like if you take the word lightning and you add the word bug after it, it takes on a whole different meaning, doesn't it? Even though it's three measly letters. It takes on a whole new meaning, right? So a challenge is a whole different modality than a webinar. Pedro is a friend of mine, right? So Pedro is a consulting client of mine. I started doing consulting from Pedro before he hit the big challenge model, Pedro Adeo, who's like the godfather of challenges. Um, and, you know, Pedro will still be like, I've never done a webinar. And he's right. I can't do challenges like Pedro. He can't do webinars like I do. We try to work together when it makes sense. But it's a different experience. <laughs> you should do both. You should do anything that is effective. But if you only can do one thing now, what should that one thing be? Okay? So you got to play to your strengths. But it's a great question. So this is a webinar, though. And finally, tying it all together, the insight framework. Now, this really boils down what the content in your webinar should accomplish. My hope with sharing it with you here today is that you can immediately take something away and begin building your own webinar. So in this clip, you'll really see how each of these, all everything I showed you so far, tie together and why they're all so important. Take a listen. See, this is the teaching part, but it's so little of what we do on a webinar. We, we change, we don't teach, we don't inform, we transform. So advice, insight, instruction, information around the vital few things that matter for the most for getting the outcome, we teach it, but it's so simple. It's, we spend very little time teaching the specifics and the mechanics. We show them that it's possible and they understand it and they have immediately some under, something they can bite into and utilize. We seek to transform, not to inform. We avoid getting into the details. We stick to the bigger picture. Now we do get into the, the details. Right now I am getting into the details with you, right? But you are already committed to this. I didn't have to sell you on webinars. You sold yourself. I show up and we do it. So there is a time and place to get into the minutia. When somebody doesn't pay you money, their general attitude is like, I'm one foot out the door and I'm ready to leave until you convince me otherwise, right? You get somebody to pay you even a little tiny penny and all of a sudden they say, damn it, you better show me everything you know. And that's why I love doing offers where we just charge them anything. I literally have, web I have, I have presentation methods where I say, listen, I'm doing this training on Friday. It's four hours long. And um, it's really incredible. Here's the deal. I just need you to pay something so you pay attention. So even though I should charge you 500 bucks, it's only 25 bucks. But you have to show up. If you show up, I'll give you the recordings. If you don't show up, you get nothing. And so I'm literally telling them, I want you to pay something so you can pay attention. So if I need that kind of in-depth, massive uncovering where we get super technical, I'm probably going to have to do that where they pay money. And then I can teach that to them context, right? If your doctor came in and said, oh my God, that's the worst I've ever seen anybody, right? Not appropriate. But if that doctor pulls the nurse aside and says, hey, listen, that's the worst I've ever seen. We better take care of them. That is appropriate, right? So when you reveal what is important, it's not deceptive. You just have to say, listen, I need them to see this first. Once they know the promise, 
then they will pay the price to get that promise. And we do want to help. We want to do those, those few things that get them unstuck and moving towards that more compelling future, right? One of the ways that I do this, the most common way is to build around their objections. If they think it costs too much to get started, I'm going to prove that it doesn't. So watch the Amazon webinar and see how I do that, right? I actually, it's really interesting. It took me six webinars, no, about four webinars to figure this out. Because the first way I used to articulate it is like, listen, I said, there's two types of businesses. Those are those that you pay with money and then there's that you pay with time. And no matter how little money you have, you probably have even less time, don't you? Oh, yeah, I do. You're right, Jason. And I say, listen, franchises are like the greatest business in the world. The only problem with franchises, and here's why a franchise is great, because name recognition. You go to any city in the world, and you know what you get from Starbucks. So if I just open up a Starbucks, I'm going to get traffic. I'm going to get customers. But what's the cost to get them? And it's expensive, right? And then I changed that, because here's what we really realized. We analyzed what people were doing on Amazon. They were buying traffic. That's expensive. They were creating brand identities and packaging. That was expensive. They were spending time to optimize conversion, right? And I realized none of those were costs anymore. So then I could, I could, I felt, persuasively conclude that it's the cheapest model that's existed. Now, up front, it's a little bit more, but cost and price, those are two different things. So I build the information I give them around that, co that concept of why they can do this because they can focus on this because they're not no longer having to focus on conversion and getting product reviews and packaging and branding and product photography and ad finum, right? If they think it requires experience, show them why inexperience is better. So if my main objection were people, and I don't, I'm not talking about buying or not. That's really not important to me, honestly. I'll get to sell as a byproduct if I do all this stuff right. What I'm talking about here is people say, listen, I will not even attempt this even if it were free because I don't think it'll work because I'm, in, I'm inexperienced, right? I hate that, right? You know who's been experienced before? Every single one of you. There was a period of time in your life you couldn't walk, you couldn't talk, you went to the bathroom in your own pants, right? And now look at you. See how far you've come? We're all a beginner at one time. Every millionaire started with $1. And then they turned it into two and into four and into eight and then something else, right? So we show that. We show how an experience is inconsequential. A lot of people believe, well, I'm not an established reseller, so brands will not return my phone calls. Not true. I will prove it to them. And then I show them how they can contact that brand, how they can get their phone calls returned, how they can take advantage of the fact that they're brand new, right? And if they think it will take forever to get a result, I show them short-term results. And I pattern it around that. So I show them, this is the result you want to first aim for. I literally show them results where it's like, get a product at $600 a month in cash flow for you. That's it. Because we can compound that over 24 months. But the other focus on, they're not thinking, can I make a million on Amazon? They're thinking, can I make $600? And that becomes a lot more doable, a lot more easy to understand, right? And then I'm going to give it this, and then I think we're going to break here. Consider using the Insight Framework. This is a framework I use for almost every modality of teaching. Super useful framework. I, I got it initially from Wyatt Woodsmall, who's like a master NLP practitioner and trainer. And then I kind of adapted it and adopted it uh, with my own little style. But essentially, if I'm teaching anything, I start with, here's what it is. Here's why it matters. Here's what's involved with it. Here's how to use it. Here's what can happen when you use it. So I write whole books like this. I write whole materials like this. You will see this in the DNA of all the communication I do. 
What is it? It's a game changer. Here's why it matters. I showed you why it mattered, right? Here's what's involved. I showed you the moving parts of the game changer, right? Here's how to use it. I gave you specific advice on how to use it. What can happen? I painted a picture for you, didn't I? I'm sure some of you say, damn, I see that now. You probably literally use those words. So this is what I do. So anything I teach, this is how I do it. Let me give you a specific example. What it is, it's the scout source cell model of Amazon. Why it matters? Because you're selling products that are profitable already. You'll never have to worry if it's the right product. You'll never have to worry if you can drive traffic. You'll never have to worry about reviews. What's involved? This formula. Price times units times margin divided by true resellers. Here's how you figure all that stuff out. I show them how to. Here's what can happen. If you had five different products or whatever those are that were between these price ranges in terms of monthly, here's what it would look like in a year. And from five measly products that typically only sell $1,000 to $2,000 per month, you can make six figures a year in net profit. So what it is, why it matters, what's involved, how to use it, how, what can happen. I do the same thing with the second stool of the leg, right? Which is the brand owner. Getting, becoming an authorized reseller. What is it? Why does it matter? What's involved with being an authorized reseller? The leverage you can get from being an authorized reseller and what can happen once you're an authorized reseller which is often accounts, eventually you'll get that whale account, that one account that will produce hundreds of thousands of dollars for you in and of itself. And then we gain commitment. And now we're almost wrapping up with this session. It's been a fun one so far, right? Whew. So same concept. Affirm affirmation from your audience that they will do what you just showed. So we get commitment. It's kind of like that old speech formula, right? Tell them what you're going to tell them. Or wait, tell them. Yeah, is that how it goes? Tell them what you're going to tell them, then tell them, then tell them what you just told them, something like that, right? It's kind of like that. Get commitment, show them something, then affirm that commitment. Get them to double down on it. Affirmation with the audience that they will do what you just showed, right? Example, you're, this is one of my favorites. I get really biblical with this stuff sometimes. I, I, I challenge the audience. I say, listen, you're being called on Amazon right now. To help them with their out of stock and low on inventory problems. You're being called by Amazon. Will you answer that call? You're being called on by consumers. They're looking for products uh, that you can make easy to find. And they're not being able to find them until you come along. They are calling you, asking you for help. Will you answer that call? You're being called upon by the brand owner. They need someone to have their back on Amazon to look out for them. They are calling you. Will you answer that call? What do you think happens to the audience, right? It's like a Braveheart speech. They're going to go into battle with me. They'll probably ride in on a horseback and attack the enemy if I ask them to at that point. Thank God we're not doing that, right? We're just talking about buying a little course. That's all I got Amazon. The drama is important. I take the webinar very seriously because these are people that are struggling that need change. They need transformation. And so we have to bring in the drama to let them really know what's at stake. Now, this is hard to do. It'll take you a while to do this. This is why I love webinars. You do a webinar long enough, and you'll just get bored with saying the same thing in the same way, so you'll just improvise. And then occasionally, you'll accidentally stumble over something like this. It took me four or five webinars before I figured that one out, right? But that is getting commitment at the highest level. I'm not always that on, but you do this enough, and eventually, broken clocks, they're right more than once per day.
Okay, wow. I know <laughs> this was loads of information in less than 20 minutes, but I really hope you'll be able to use it. Of course, Jason's workshop, the full one, not the condensed podcast episode version, it's available inside Digital Marketer Lab. So if you're a member, log in, get started. It's incredible. If not, we'd love to have you join the DM family. Make sure to say hi to me in the community if you came from this podcast. With that, I will end the episode. As always, it means so much to have a little bit of your day each week. And we'll see you same time, same place next week. Goodbye. Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.